cliffcentral.com. Going to be a lot of talk about the budget today, that's for sure, and a lot of people thinking about their money, worrying about what's going to happen in terms of tax. And the one thing we've been trying to make clear to you over the last couple of weeks is that there are ways that you can find to make your money work a little bit better. There are certain investments you can make which will save you tax. And uh, one of those is the Section 12J stuff we've been talking about with Grovest. And this morning, we're going to talk a little bit about the JSE and capital raising. And I thought we'd get in two experts. So we're going to speak to Avi Gordon and to Adrian Erasmus, who are both here today. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Morning. How's it? Good. Are you well? Yes, yes. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with capital raising. So first of all, what is the foundation of your business model, guys? Because we're we're going to uh, need to find out how you create value for your clients. Do you want to start off, Avi? Yeah, sure. So look, what we do, we focus on commercial and industrial properties. So we put up the solar installations for them, mm-hmm. and we kind of make sure that they're able to generate revenue. So typical example, you're a, land, you, you're a granite factory, you're a manufacturer, you've got a nice roof. You're not a solar expert. You may be not sitting on the cash to do it. You don't want to take the risk that it doesn't pay off. What we do is we come in, we install a solar installation for you. We sell you energy at a cheap rate than municipality, just saving you costs on a monthly well, first basis. First of all, you sell energy, which sometimes the municipality can't sell you because ESCOM <laughs> is offline. You know, so this is this is great. It sounds to me like a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, even in the bigger picture, we're taking strain off the grid, mm-hmm. which is not doing fantastically well at the and, moment. And is it is it possible then to sell the excess energy back into the grid as well? So, I mean, we're kind of heading there. Yeah. Uh, we're not all the way across the line. There's a big court case in Cape Town, which is really topical at the moment. Um, but the idea is that going forward, well, we will get to that point. And once we're there, by the way, it's going to be an industrial land grab because you've got tons of roofs all across the country. Oh, massive yes. industrial like warehouses. get in now, obviously. Exactly. The problem is you, you're just sitting on dead investment but the view is once those roofs once you can go on there and just install 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 because you know now a factory what do they use a couple of drills maybe some lights uh, not worth putting up a big solar installation hold on now we can sell back into the grid all of a oh, sudden yeah. Now, that's and also it, it'll take as you say take some of the strain off the grid and, and people will will do anything at the moment to get guaranteed power and if you can operate most factories operate during the day not at night so it makes sense that you can use that solar energy if you've got all the space on your roof. It's it's a, a sensible decision. Um, I, mean, I don't see a downside to this. Am I missing anything, Adrian? No, not at all. Um, so for some of the industrial clients, they're actually limited by their supply from the grid. Mm-hmm. So their transformer can only give them X. Um, and for some of the big industrial uh, consumers, they actually need more electricity. So whether it's because they're expanding or growing, or there's a new process, an industrial process that needs to take place. Um, they actually need to incorporate a renewable energy component to their supply because the grid can't supply them the amount of energy that they yeah. need and the local distribution network can't be upgraded. All right, so let's talk quickly about the effect of Section 12J on this clean energy environment because 12J is obviously a, a specific part of what our tax code allows where people can can score back the entire amount that they invest in cap in, in in terms of their of their capital investment up front and they get that back and they also get the investment yes. so this is obviously a major win that's over and above the win the energy win that you were just talking about correct yes so the the solar's always had its benefits it's an asset backed new to income uh, there's a lot of investment benefits to to doing that and when you couple that with a section 12j tax deduction it purely enhances the the returns to the investors Okay. 
Um, what effect has the unreliability of the grid caused in the in the environment of clean energy? It's obviously created a huge demand. Yeah, I mean, not only demand, it's created a lot of awareness as well. It's interesting. I mean, I think we all have a friend in the Take-A-Lot business somewhere. And uh, <laughs> I've got one. And he was telling me that he was looking at the categories they track them, however they do. And solar is one of the fast. It is the fastest growing category on Take a Lot. Um, so I think awareness a in terms of domestic, but b in terms of the way forward for the country. So is this people who are buying that equipment for their own houses? I think a fair mm. bit of that. Probably solar components, a battery, some hmm. you know, solar charging ports, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, if forget about the industrial applications of this and the fact that you guys are talking to businesses. There's also a huge amount to be gained by private individuals thinking about doing this in their own home environments whether or not you you, you know that's at a scale which will be yeah. commercially useful one day Correct. besides the point you want to save as much energy as you can yeah so from that point of view uh, the, the energy shortage has really sparked the curiosity in the market so there's a lot more awareness in south africa than you'd find in another typical country mm. um because people are looking for alternatives you know what alternative is there to a noisy generator Right. You know, what else can I do when you know when load shedding takes place, or what can I do to reduce my electrical bill? What are the most interesting trends you guys have picked up on? Uh, the shift to to storage in recent years, batteries. Yes. So with the um, with the advent of electric cars, which is quite exciting in the rest of the world, at least we, we haven't been as fortunate. Um, the, the large scale uh, manufacturing of these lithium batteries has really brought down. The, the per unit cost and mm-hmm. it's now at the point where there are some commercial applications where it's economic to use them but it's interesting you mention electric cars because elon musk has come up with this um this project that they did in australia mm. where they also had batteries for households which could store quite a lot of, of power yeah and if you have enough of these things you effectively don't need to tap into the grid at all yes so that was quite a unique scenario. Um, they were just trying to do um, something that you call like peak clipping. Mm-hmm. So um, at the very peak, either in the morning or in the evening, you try and store more energy during um, – so you store excess energy during the, the day or in the middle of the night for that, for that peak. Mm-hmm. So in South Africa, we use a, a system called pump storage. It works out a lot cheaper in the long term because you can build the system and it will last 50 or 100 years uh, with, with adequate maintenance. But a battery after about five to ten years, you, it does need replacing. Hmm. That sounds like yeah. a good plan well, too. Australia's pretty flat, so they don't have adequate places where they could pump the water very high and then let it flow back down during peak times. What do you think the future of clean energy is, especially in South Africa? I mean, I think it's interesting. If you look in the last 12 months in both the U.S. and the U.K., renewable or solar, depends which one you're looking at, has overtaken you know fossil fuels. Mm. Uh, South Africa average area gets 2,500 hours of sunshine a year. We're in one of the best positions globally for solar. So wow. it's it's cheapened. It's the cost of it is really low. It makes a lot of sense. And that it's cost attractive. is dropping. So I think solar's almost plateaued. Um, okay. It's dropped significantly. I mean, if you had to compare the last reap to now or the next one that will be, it's going to be a huge change. Um, but batteries are the next holy grail. So solar is actually plateaued. But when batteries come in, it's going to change everything we know. And <laughs> centralized energy is going to become decentralized. It's, you're not just going to have these you know, old, slow, inefficient grids. You're going to have hundreds or thousands of micro grids across the country, and, and that's the future. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's obviously bad news for ESCOM because yeah. not only are they going to have a supply problem, but they're also going to have a demand problem in the future, yes. right? Yes. And, and, and that business yeah. hasn't ever really been tested because it's Correct. been a monopoly. Yeah. So while, while the cost of a solar panel has plateaued, 
the amount of electricity that a single panel generates is, is increasing over time. Right. Yeah, so that's still a big area for, for improvement. But the cost of an actual panel, because they can only make the glass that thin, it still needs an aluminum frame and so forth. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and because it's on the roof, it can sometimes take, you know, some hail. Yes, it has yeah. to be able to, to to survive those weather conditions. Yeah, yeah, and typically you would expect a 25-year warranty. And, I mean, you leave that thing in the sun for 25 years. Yeah, it's sun mean, damaged, it ruins everything. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you can't even do that to a car or a tile roof. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, what are some of the gaps in the market that you guys think should be filled? Um, in South Africa, one of the biggest um, problems that we have is is being able to uh, wheel electricity so that's taking it from a site of generation um, to a place where it can be consumed so the problem that we have especially in high-rise buildings or places where it's very um, dense in an urban area is you don't have enough roof space there but mm. typically uh, factories or even just farmland they've got vacant land that can be used to generate electricity or well, the whole of the northern cape we were talking about exactly. this morning or, or just vacant roof space on a factory mm. where, um, where, where they're storing plastics, as an example. So they don't use much of their own electricity, but that could be shifted to a place where they don't have the, the capacity to generate their own. Right. And, and you think that because we've got that availability of space in certain places, yes, yes. We, we should be able to transport that energy to where it's needed. Correct. I mean, like the, the, the Northwest you, you just mentioned, um, they have some of the highest solar yield in the world. I mean, when, when foreign uh, parties come here and, and I show them the, the, the energy yield that you get in the Northwest, it's three, four, five times more than they get in Europe. So, yeah. so the same solar system built in Europe generates a fifth of the energy it would have was built in the Northwest. It's amazing. All right. So do you believe solar is a good fit for Section 12J? And, and does it align with the core of what 12J is trying to do? So, I mean, I think if you look at 12J high level, really you want three things that you want to see from anything in 12J. If it's a tax incentive, it's got to boost the economy, right? It's got to create jobs. And most importantly, it's got to create a corporate taxpayer, someone who's going to pay tax, mm-hmm. a company. Because our corporate taxpayers, by the way, are about 10% of our global counterparts. They, they contribute 6% to our GDP as opposed to like 60%, which is a pretty standard across the world. So we're in a frighteningly bad position there. So from a solar or renewable energy side, the way I view it, you know, most of these are 20-year projects at a minimum. So you're taking a 20-year view. You're creating a 20-year-long taxpayer. You're creating indirect jobs all the time, the contractors who are coming on site. And you're boosting GDP. You're really creating local revenue and, and adding value. So I think it's an absolute perfect fit. Well, since 2009, Section 12J has been part of South Africa's tax landscape. It's a critical piece of legislation that provides strong incentives for investors to help uplift and grow local SMEs. Aren't you guys doing a capital raise now? Yeah, finishes yeah, in right about now. 48 odd hours. Okay, so it's last lastminute.com. That's yes. it, absolutely. Yeah. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with just over 6 billion rand under management and over 160 12J funds in existence, thousands of investors have injected capital into local SMEs that play in sectors ranging from hospitality to tourism to what we were just talking about, renewable energy, many more things too. In return, every Section 12J investor receives an immediate tax deduction equal to 100% of the amount they've invested in the first year of their investment. Added to this, 12J funds typically have regular investment returns in the form of dividends, for example. So there we go. Avi, thank you very much. Pleasure. Thanks um, for having and, me. and your company's Grovest Energy Limited or Fund. Decentral right. Energy. Okay. okay, very good. And Adrian... You uh, started your career as an investment analyst at the Tyndale Group, and now you are join, you've joined Invest uh, Grovest to uh, to do their corporate advisory, right? 
Yes, that's so what I, you're doing. Yes, I started there about almost three years ago now, um, okay. and then recently I moved over to, to the fund management role. Very good. Well, it's good to meet both of you, and thank you for enlightening all of us. Thank you. And right. enlightening and, uh, and, and, and invigorating with solar energy. Let's hope we can sort out this problem. Thank you so much, gentlemen. What a pleasure. All right, that's Section 12J, and that's what you need to know about the latest from Grovest and uh, what they're doing with renewable energy. We are going to uh, hopefully keep you up to date with all of these things as they happen. As I mentioned earlier, Tito's got to go and present his budget to Parliament today, and people are looking at that with, um, with eye, eyebrows raised Imagining where exactly he's going to find the money to fill the gap in the budget. We have uh, too little coming in and too much going out. So we'll have to see what the Minister of Finance can do.